Welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. Y'all, I have a beef with the personal development space and you might not like it. And you might be thinking, wait, isn't she in the personal development space? And yes, I am. The personal development space is not personal. We don't need cookie cutter approaches to self mastery and embracing our power. There should not be a one size fits all approach and it drives me crazy. Each of us has gifts that we were born with. We can use those gifts to access more peace and power. Each of us have our own set of sabotaging thoughts that push away peace and power. Each of us have a way, our own way to master our thoughts and behaviors. Now I have a beautiful masterclass coming up that's diving in all of this and to how we can have peace and power with velocity in our businesses. Make sure you grab it in the show notes and register. That is the only way to gain access to this secret podcast private event that only you'll be able to register for and then you can get access to. So see you in the masterclass. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life. And we're so excited to dive into another beautiful human design chart. So remember that Human design is all about personal development that's actually personal. It's this mindset work that really works because we're working with what you have and what you bring to the table and your gifts and your talents. And so I'm so excited to be having a beautiful guest on today, Julie Lamb. She is, for over 20 years, Julie has helped hundreds of clients overcome the mental and emotional roadblocks holding back their success. As a licensed therapist and successful coaching business owner. She has empowered Fortune 500 executives and million-dollar business owners to unlock new levels of success and this work-life balance. Um, Julie, thank you so much for being part of the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Oh, I'm so, I can't wait. I'm so excited. So excited to dive into your beautiful chart. Um, so we'd love to get to know you um, as a person first. <laughs> so <laughs> it's always nice. Um, so do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? So normally I love um, reality TV shows because I really enjoy my life sometimes feels very drama and I like to watch other people's drama. Um, but I don't, I only will watch certain ones. So I've been like, but I really have enjoyed New Amsterdam lately. That's been a show I've been really liking. Um, and so sometimes it's just, I don't know, I like those fast paced type things. But if I need something funny, I will say Ted Lasso is such a good show. I love, it's like, I love that show. So that's, I was like, that's kind of my, my, the drama, the comedy kind of section. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love Ted Lasso too. I thought the first season was amazing. Second season was a little off, but the third season, oh, it was just well, so great. I was like, oh, you ended it so well. No, it was I was awesome. sad, to, sad to have it end. I was like, what else am I supposed to watch now? <laughs> I know. It's kind of depressing when a show ends. I'm like, I wish I could erase it from my brain and watch it like for the first time again. Oh, yeah. I just love it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place you love to travel to or, or, um, visit? Yeah. Or that so, you want to? 
Well, I love being outdoors. And so where I live is really hard to actually be outside because it's super, super hot. And so every summer I love to go back to Idaho where I was raised and we go Yellowstone is my happy place. So I love being able to go into the park and spend time there. Um, So I love it there. But if I can't get there, like I love the beaches and my husband and I, a few years ago, took a trip to Aruba. I highly recommend everybody go to Aruba. It was phenomenal. So like, there's not a trip I've been on that I have not enjoyed. (laughs) So I love to travel just from the mountains to the beaches, to historical sites, everywhere in between is my favorite place to go. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've heard good things about Aruba. I love the beach as well. It's like, Oh, just such a beautiful place. And, um, but then, you know, like, yeah, Idaho is gorgeous too. Like in the summer, it's so beautiful and Yellowstone and all the outdoor things. It's, oh, and you're, you live in Houston, right? I do. Yeah. So Houston, Texas, it's hot, lots of people and it's just lots of people. So it's very different from those places that I love to travel to. Yes. No, I get that. Yeah. I'm in Dallas, so I'm feeling the pain too, but not as hot. So at least, you know, I know you guys are a lot hotter. So, (laughs) well, we have more humidity. That's the biggest thing. So it just feels like we just get out of the shower every single day. It's like, what's the point here? Why are we dripping right away? (laughs) (laughs) It is. Oh, I get you. Um, Well, I'm excited to dive into your human design chart and and share with you the gifts that you were born with. And whenever we start in um, the first place we start, this foundational place of alignment is within your human design type. It's like we're building out this foundation of um, aligning with your gifts and your talents and your strengths and how you approach things. And, and what your needs are as well. And so you are a projector. So your foundational gift is you are a great coach and guide. And the reason behind this that we, um, is because usually projectors have a lot of open centers. So on the body graph, there's uh, all these centers. And, and then on my website, the open centers are colored in white. And the defined centers are colored in green. And so you have a lot of open centers, which is what a lot of projectors have. Now, the beauty of open centers is that they can give you some um, feedback as far as what other people are feeling or thinking or um, their intuition hits. You can, it's almost like this um, innate connection you have with other people. Like, I don't know if you've been um, like, around a ton of people and you're like at a party or something you're like okay this is really fun I feel really energized but then you're like I'm also at the same time really exhausted (laughs) you know that type of thing so that's like you're you're like dipping into everybody's energy field um and all their emotions and their feelings um and you can sense that so that's why projectors are really good um, mentors and coaches is because they can sense this unspoken conversation it's like you can read the room without having uh, people to expi- explicitly say, this is what's going on, you know? Um, and you're a really good innovator. You're really good at innovating and seeing what is can, um, what can really move the needle forward um, and work within those innovations to move the needle forward in a way that's not so complex, like other human design types might make it a little more complex. You you're more about like keeping it simple and, or you, you, or it would be good to keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know we're all human and sometimes we overcomplicate things, you know, but, um, keeping it simple and, 
And really this other gift of having this bird's eye view, you have this bird's eye view of like, okay, if I'm here and we want to get to here, what are the like two steps in between that we need to do to get there? You know, um, it's almost like you're not getting uh, pulled into the weeds. You're actually like seeing a greater vision of how to move from here to there. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on those. So when you mentioned the the first one, just being intuitively aware of what yeah. goes on, I cannot tell you, like you said, I've been a therapist for over 20 years yes. and I cannot tell you how many times somebody will come into my room and I know it's like instinctively, I know the burdens that they're carrying and what they're going to be saying. And I have had client after client say, I have never told anybody, but you this thing. And it's like, because not only I think, am I a safe spot for them, but it's because I can sense those things. And I know how to ask the questions to get them to finally release the things that they've been holding on to. And so that was definitely how I've seen that come into play. Um, I will admit that in, I get so overwhelmed a lot in parties and social situations because there is so much energy going on that I often have to take step backs and be very, very aware because it's very easy for me to almost, I don't want to say shut down, but that's the best way to describe it. It's just kind of check out and say, there's too much. (laughs) You guys have so much energy right now. So yeah, I've seen here. Yeah. And at least because I'm a projector too. So like when I'm around big crowds of people um, for a long time, like I, I get really drained, but you know, I have to make sure I have alone time. And for projectors, it's really important that you have alone time as well. So you're going to like, you're carrying a bunch of people's energies and thoughts and emotions and feelings and stuff like that, almost like in your backpack, you know, and it's important to release that and say, okay, that's someone else's, um, to watch a good show, to like do something where you're just on your own. Um, and you're allowing yourself to sit with your own feelings and allowing that discharge of everybody else's stuff to dissipate, you know? Um, and that's completely, and it's a need. And I'm like, um, oftentimes we think, okay, things that to we like alone time, you know, like, when do we get that? But it's like, um, allowing ourselves to have that alone time where we're not having to be pulled by work or family or whatever else type of thing. It's like our space to, um, cultivate. And, and so it's really important. Yeah. I noticed when I don't take that time, that is when I get quicker to burnout. Essentially. It's like, I saw that in my business. It was like, I thought I had to work these insane hours and be like everybody else. And all it did was not only drain me, but I just, it it felt like, again, that shutdown, it was like, I can't. And I, you know, I do a lot of work with the nervous system. So I was like, oh, that's why. But it also helps me to understand just as that energy to say, being alone is not only like necessary for me, but it is recharging as well. Yes. It's recharging. Yeah. It's a, it's a vital need for you to have that as well. It's so important. Um, and, and, and so also, um, part of your chart that I want to um, share with you is on that body graph, we kind of talked about centers. So human design has nine energy centers and these energy centers have a gift and each gift, um, is either, you have it all the time or it comes in ebbs and flows. And so if it's defined, that means you always have that gift all the time. And if it's undefined, um, you the, that gift kind of comes in as ebbs and flows. So with projectors, 
um, one of the undefined centers that we have is the sacral. Now, the sacral's gift is energy. And when I found out as a projector that I didn't have this gift of energy, I was like, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. You know, like I can see how my energy has ebbed and flowed throughout my life. But what shifted in my own being is that like, instead of being hard on myself, I acknowledge this need that I am not going to be able to like wake up at 5 a.m., every single day and work until midnight and keep going and going, you know, I only need like four hours of sleep. I'm not that kind of person (laughs) or, or like I take naps in the afternoon and I just need that. I need that like 15, 20 minute nap. Um, And instead of beating myself up for it, I'm like, you know what, this is a need from my body and I'm going to actually listen to my need and honor that. So um, I'd love to hear your experience with your ebbs and flows of energy. If that resonates. Yeah. So I actually feel that this is so funny when you talk about the sacral being, um, undefined for projectors, I had a sense of, um, like FOMO is the best way to call it. Cause I felt like, Oh, I need that. Like I'm more of that creative and that, that, that ability. But one of the things that, like, as you just mentioned, I loved how you talked about that. Cause it's, being able to say I can feed to other people's creativity. And then there are times in my life that I can just feel that energy. And then there are other times when I have to replenish that energy. And so I I really love that, you know, that analogy, but for me, I noticed that starting my own business was the best thing for that energy because I could create and I could do things that just felt natural to me. And at the same time, I didn't have this nine to five. If I didn't want to work one day, I didn't have to. And that freedom is what I think has allowed me to grow and expand my business because I'm not like, I'm not in this tight little corner of this is what it has to look like. It's so what if I need to start a little bit later or I start earlier? Like I know days that I start earlier. I know how to then re like recoup that. So if I have a six in the morning appointment, you can guarantee in the afternoon, I'm not doing anything, you know? And it's like, but if there's nights that I happen to be working later, then you can guarantee that morning is a lot calmer. And the more that I just notice that balance, I think is when I truly can like hone into that energy as well. And so I love that idea of just that balance and, um, letting go of those other expectations along the way. Yes. Yeah. Letting go of those expectations that we have to, be running all the time, you know, yeah. or that we're not as good as other people because we can't, you know, um, work all the time. Oftentimes, um, projectors um, have generators in their life, or or we see a lot of generators in business, which generators have this go 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 energy. They can do 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 all these things, you know. And so, um, when we compare ourselves to that, it really puts us at a disadvantage in our mind, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and it gives us a story that, oh, well, because you can't work, um, 12 hour days all the time. Um, it means that you're, it's just going to take longer to build this business or it's going to take, you know, um, it's, you're just not going to reach your goals maybe as quickly or if ever, do you know? And that is completely false. You know, Mm -hmm. what the great thing about a projector is, is again, we can move the needle forward by, um, doing, these uh, tasks or, or pieces of the project and then delegating the other pieces, you know, diminishing the other pieces. We don't have to do everything to move the needle forward. And, and that's what we're really good at is understanding what those processes are in order to use our energy the best. And it probably is 
probably comes from like, okay, well, we don't have this overwhelming well of energy like other people do, but that's okay because um, it gives us other skills and other gifts that we can really bring to our work. And, um, and you and I have very successful businesses and we're projectors and we don't work all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, so accurate. You don't have to, you don't have to struggle. It doesn't have to be a struggle bus to work that way. And I think many, like, like when you said that my husband actually is a generator <laughs> oh. because as a generator, he is one that's like, let's get this done. Let's knock it out. Let's go, go, go. And I look yeah. at him like, I'm tired. <laughs> Taking a break. Because then it's when I focus, so like when I'm truly in the zone, yeah. then that's when it flows and it's good. And so I think he's now recognized that because I get things done, but it's okay that I don't work like the 12 plus hours that it's just, which is a little different in how I approach things, but it, it works. It works for me. Yes. Total. My husband is a generator as well. And it, it's, it's funny. Um, oftentimes generators and projectors or manifestors and generators, you know, if they'll have marriages, will have both sides of that mm-hmm. relationship of energy and stuff. And even, um, so my husband and I just got back from Costa Rica and even in Costa Rica, you could totally see our different energy styles, you know, um, he got up early, he went for a run, um, and he it was doing some work on the patio, you know, that type of thing. And he owns his own business and teaches, um, at a, uh, university here. And, um, so, but he was, but we've been married for so long that we know each other's patterns and we're okay without judgment. He doesn't judge me and I don't judge myself and vice versa, all these things, you know, we just know this is how it works. And, and we're happy to, um, you know, honor each other's bodies and what each other needs. You know, he needs to get up early. He needs to go for a run. And so he does that, you know, and why I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) it's the best um so um another part of your chart that really stood out to me is um another center actually and it's at the top is the crown and then the next center down is the ajna and the crown's uh gift is inspiration and the ajna's gift is ideas now you have a defined so you always have those gifts all the time. And so oftentimes when people have those gifts all the time, their mind is going like a lot. There's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of inspiration. It starts like from the moment you wake up until the moment you're like, we're going to sleep. Can you chill out? <laughs> that type of thing. And sometimes people can be like, this is kind of annoying, you know, having all these ideas and inspiration because your mind's going hundred miles an hour. Um, oftentimes people um, try and meditate and they're like, oh, but my mind just can't like, relaxed, you know? And so, um, I, I suggest meditating in a different way. You know, meditation can look different, right? It can look like journaling. It can look like, you know, rubbing our fingers together and just really feeling the ridges of our fingers and really getting into the sensation of, of our body and, and rubbing our palms of our hands together, you know, some somatic tools that help you to like, you know, like, um, allow this to be funneled in a way. Um, but also at the same time, it's a beautiful gift to have all these ideas and inspiration to really like honor that, like, wow, look at me. Like I ignite uh, ideas, inspiration all the time. And, and it's not that you have to go after all those ideas and inspiration. It's just allowing them to like, um, be an observer of them and have them pass and go. And then the ones that really stay with you that you need to honor, you can use, um, 
your decision-making skills and your inner authority to really see what that is. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So I love that, that you just called that, that ideas and inspiration. Um, I do admit my brain feels like it never shuts off. (laughs) It's always on. And so one of the things that I have really like been very intentional about because of that is allowing the ideas just to flow and having no sensor to them and writing them out and just putting them out there. And I have plans and plans and plans and like all of these things of where I want to take things. And, and it's, it's a beautiful process. And then being able to just sit. And like you said, in that silence, um, I do a lot of, um, like I do some tapping is what really helps me. And so, um, I, I do that or I will sit and just like taking deep breaths and just really focusing on my breaths. And as Mm. I do that, I've noticed that the ideas seem to almost, I don't want to say calm, but they become clearer. And so it's like the ones that suddenly I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do this. And this sounds fantastic. And like a friend's frantic energy. If I stop and I take some deep breaths and I, you know, can do some tapping, it calms and suddenly the idea has, I can see the timeline of it and I can see how that works. And so when you just said that, it's like, I, I've always thought that that was a problem that I just was oh. always thinking I've been called tenacious and I've been called like, you know, um, I just opinionated and like all these terms that sometimes people view as negative. And I have recently looked at that and said, this is beautiful. Like, <laughs> Of course I want these ideas and of course I want all this beautiful part. And, um, I think the hard part though, and I, I don't know if we'll talk about this, but because my throat is undefined, I often have a hard time speaking them. And that's what I've been really trying to work on is like giving those ideas voice because they're there. They're so great. But that is the one part that sometimes I feel like I don't know if I use it against me, but it's like, it, it feels sometimes like they get stuck and they stop because I can't get them out. Yeah. Well, and when people have an undefined throat, there's a couple things that I recommend um, to help you to harness the power of being able to speak and communicate. Right. And, and it's not like, um, cause, uh, cause have you had that thought? Like, um, what's up here doesn't come quite come out. Right. You know, you're like, Oh, that didn't quite come out like I was hoping to, you know, that type of thing. So it, it does. But at the same time, this is what's funny because yes. of another center, like you mentioned, yes. um, some of the other centers that are open, I yeah. feel like, again, if it involves helping somebody else, if it involves yeah. guiding somebody else, that idea yeah. flows, but if it's mm. anything to do with me or like my, like my abilities or where I'm at, it's really yes. easy for me to just take a back seat and say, I'll get to it sometime. It's, it's okay. At some point, but somebody else that's, I think that's the projector beauty that I'm able to yeah. do that. It's just really, I think more challenging when it comes to me, <laughs> it's kind of an interesting yes. Yeah. Well, and I think lean into your uh, intuition. So you have a defined spleen and that is your actual um, inner authority as well is your intuition. And so when you get that intuitive hit with your ideas, with your inspiration, that's going to allow you to share and to, to direct and to focus on that idea and that inspiration. So it's almost like you're, you're, um, you know, your throat's doing the work, but it's like your inspiration and your feet are the, um, your intuition, you're feeling that. And so those, 
that intuitive nature of yours can really help guide your voice and can really help tap that in into um, what you want to share. But then I also would say, say, you know, like um, it takes practice and, you know, it takes like time when we have undefined centers, it's going to take a little bit more time to kind of like see, you know, um, to use that muscle because it is in development and it is a little more ebbs and flows, you know? So it's not going to be as quite as perfect or I mean, maybe not perfect is the right word, but like as good as you were hoping for, but that's okay. So I guess maybe part of it is lower your standards. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, also on your chart, what really spoke to me is some of your gates. Now gates are attached to energy centers and, um, gates and channels are those lines that run across the, um, body graph from energy center to energy center. Well, gates are the ones that are halfway across. And so they are colored in and you have this gate number 14, and this is attached to the sacral. And this is, I help others soar. So you have the gift of expanding the good in other people's lives, of amplifying their good, of helping your tribe to move forward, of really focusing on how others can be successful, um, and creating this increase within their own lives. Um, you magnify their abilities through this gift. And when we're helping people to soar, when we're helping, when we're leaning into people, you know, and this, this is a really service gift, right? Um, for one, we think, oh, doesn't everybody have this gift? Well, they don't. <laughs> and that's probably why you were drawn, um, drawn to therapy and life coaching, you know, it's like this beautiful gift of helping other people to soar. Um, and as well as like pouring into them and, and, and sharing um, their success is your success. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, from the time that I was a teenager, I've always wanted to be a therapist and I didn't know really why. I mean, I grew up um, on a farm with my dad that was like, you just work hard. My siblings are in like math. They're in, you know, accounting and finance and like engineering. Like, I mean, really math. (laughs) Here am I in this like social type type field where I wanted to help people. And I mean, I also grew up where the idea was that if you were struggling with anything, just get to work, just work harder. Like that's all you have to do. And so here comes me that's like, let's honor our feelings. Let's talk about what we're doing. And, but I just felt so drawn to it. And I, it wasn't just that people were like, would come to me and talk to me about their problems, what was going on. But it was, it was like, like you said, I just have always wanted to help people achieve and feel the good that's within them. And I, I love, I have, I mean, even though I've been doing this for over 20 years, like, and there are aspects that yes, are really, really challenging, but I just love like watching somebody unburden themselves from the challenges they've been struggling with the, the pain, the hurt, the, whatever it may be and watching them reach that potential. And in coaching, I've really loved that as well as watching the limiting beliefs, like fall away and watching them finally release some of the things that like stop them from moving in this, the direction that they want to. And so that's, I've, I think human design just made me realize that this, I was called for that a lot more. And I just love that, that this was something that 
I, I didn't understand. It wasn't something I was raised with, but I just, I was called to help people. And that, I mean, explains kind of perfectly that whole thought. And that's right. I feel like, yeah, our careers are callings, you know, they're like this um, inner wisdom within our soul of sharing our gifts in this unique way. And oftentimes we can't put those gifts on like a stage, you know, but like a lot of people don't, they like can't understand how they can pour into other people and create the success for other people, you know, and to really amplify that. And that is such a beautiful skill that you have. And, and probably energetically why people are drawn toward you, why they're just like, Oh, I feel at home with you. I can tell you all these things, you know, because they can feel that gift within you. So um, another gift that you have is gate 64. And this is attached to the crown. And this is the gift of creating wholeness. You create wholeness. You complete things. You see things through to the end. You tie up loose ends. You're kind of this no stone unturned type of uh, a woman. Uh, you are looking at what um, can we do to wrap this up? You know, what are we doing to look at? It's almost like kind of a big picture, you know, type of thing. While also noticing that's completeness in... Um, either learning experience or a project or a task or, or whatever it is that you apply it to. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, I, I you know, when you talk about these things and you're just like, well, yeah, yeah. I've always just done that. Like, I, <laughs> I don't understand why, why, why is this any different, but having, you know, being with my children or being with others, I realized that not everybody does that. <laughs> not everybody yes. can see it. And some people are just like, fine with the loose ends. And I'm, I am not, I'm, yeah. I need it. It's, and I always joked, it's my OCD or, you know, my ADHD and, um, in me, but I'm like, you know what? No, it's just, I need things to be completed in a certain way. And yeah. I'm also really good at seeing how the loop can end. So even yes. like going back to, you know, coaching, it's like, I can tell somebody, look, this is how it's going to like, this is the path we need to take so that nobody feels like they're, they're just, I'm going to share. And then what? And then it's like, and then we're going to grow and then what? And so being able to see that has been really helpful. And, um, and yeah, it's not just my OCD that, that I think of it's something bigger outside of me, which is really fantastic. Yeah. It's your gift to be able to do that. And you, like you said, not everybody can do that. Now, when you have this gift, um, oftentimes like, um, you'll just want to jump onto the next thing. Cause you're like, okay, what do we have next? You know, but I really want you to celebrate, celebrate that ending, celebrate that completion, celebrate like what you did. Cause it's really remarkable. Um, and whatever you put your focus on. So do you, um, do you have, a, a way that you celebrate yourself? Probably not in the way that I need to. I think it's really easy to, like you said, go from task to task and just, um, sometimes we view ourselves almost as machines. It's like, we just got to get going and going. And so mm -hmm. it's really easy for, I think the small things to suddenly be like, yay, I did that. That's great. But it's like a half second and then we move on. And I think being able to take a step back is something that I really need to actually implement a lot more. Because it it's easy in that moment to say, I've got all these things, great, fantastic. Oh, wow, look at how far I've come. You know, it's, yes. I think, I think that's really important that I, I need to do better at <laughs> actually celebrating that. 
<laughs> yeah, and it is. It's like, well, and so oftentimes um, in this expansion of business and in, and doing all these things, it's like, okay, we hit that and we're going on to the next thing without even taking a break to celebrate, to to really have a ritual of how do I celebrate myself? You know, it doesn't have to be something grand, but it, it needs to be a little bit more than 30 seconds, you know, that type of thing. And, and in that is there's so much beauty, you know, like my, um, I don't oftentimes like choose words of the year. Cause I don't know, sometimes I feel it, sometimes I don't, but this year I chose the word celebrate. And I was like, I really am so grateful for the, the moments that I have and the, um, the things that I accomplish and um, the person that I'm becoming and, and how I'm showing up, you know, it's like all those little things that we don't ever like, oh, look at me, you know, like I'm a, a lot better person than I was last year, you know, <laughs> type of thing, yeah. or I'm a lot more grateful than I was or, or whatever it is. So it's so important to celebrate and celebrate in our businesses that we hit benchmarks and, and to really do something for ourselves, you know, so um Julie, this has been a beautiful conversation. This is, your chart is gorgeous. Thank you so, so much for sharing your your gifts with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been very, like, there's several things that I thought, oh, I already know that. Nope. I, I need to reapply. I need to rethink those things because there's always so much more that you can apply, learn, do. But I, yes. I appreciate you just pointing out those things to me as well. I love it. So. Oh, thank you. This has been so great. Well, I know that our listeners would love to jump into your world and get to know you and connect with you more. Is there, how's the best way to do that? So you can find me on Instagram or Facebook, Julie Lamb Coaching. Those are the best places. Um, I, my website, Julie Lamb Coaching, try to keep it pretty simple here. So, but that's, mm. um, you know, I share tips and tricks, especially uh, like my Instagram, um, as I talk about how you can, be your best self in business and what that looks like as well. And so don't hesitate to go follow me there and see what, what you see. So that's perfect. Excellent. Well, and listeners, thank you so much for being a part of the show today and make sure you screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, tag Julie and I, and we'll shout you out as well. Okay. Let's embrace becoming. <laughs>